hello and welcome to our talk show here on Word SPC 88.3 FM with producer Auntie Kay, where conversations come alive. I'm your host, Bridget Bastian, a.k.a. Lady B, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you join us today. So get ready for a thought-provoking and engaging experience as we dive into the depths of intriguing topics and connect with fascinating guests. And in studio today, we have Cherie Lockhart. Cherie Lockhart, she's going to tell us a little bit about herself before we start. Hello, my name is Cherie Lockhart. I am divorced. Mm -hmm. I was rather fun in case you don't identify this voice. So I have one daughter. Yes. I teach Pilates. I've been mm-hmm. teaching Pilates for the past 22 years. I'm okay. a retired ballet teacher. I just recently retired from ballet, joined 16th nice. of this year. And in a nutshell, that's Cherie. <laughs> Cherie. So which, which church do you come from? I was actually christened in the Catholic Church, as in Joseph um, Church. Okay. Um, went to St. Francis Church for a while. My mom is Baptist, and so I grew up between Baptist and Catholic. Mm. And so I currently go to Angelic Baptist Church, Seabreeze. Excellent. All right. Well, it's good to have you here. And Ms. Cherie is going to tell us a little bit about her experience with breast cancer. I was um, diagnosed with breast cancer in August of 2018. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I was very shocked. <laughs> I can imagine. And I would say about mm, maybe even a year I felt uh, like a little nodule in my right, in my left, sorry, in my left uh, shoulder. Oh, in your shoulder? Yeah, and I I have a habit of ignoring things, which isn't necessarily a good thing. Not a good thing. But I kind of ignored that for a while, Mm. massaged it as much as I could. Um, I didn't really pay much attention to it, but I would say maybe a year after that, I saw and felt a lump in my left breast. So after you felt the one in your shoulder, did you go to the doctor and you waited a year? No, I didn't go to the doctor. (gasps) Folks, don't do that. As soon as you see, feel something, go to the doctor. No, I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't even go to the doctor after I saw and felt the lump in my left breast, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. To be honest with you, I would say in 2016, between 2016 and 2018, I was working really, really hard, not paying much attention to anything. Neglecting Neglecting my health. Mm -hmm. And so I was working, getting home late, Mm -hmm. eating late. And for the first time in my life, from 2016 to 2018, I had not been exercising at all. And just being a trainer. (laughs) See, that's no excuse right there. Yeah, you know, in all honesty, you just sometimes focus on other people. Yeah. And you don't find the time for yourself. And you need to do that. You need to take time for for yourself. And so that's the first time I had been exercising from I was 10 years old up until 2016. And so for those two years, I hadn't done anything. And so I think in 2018, it caught up with me. So after you found it in the breast, you went to the doctor then? Or you still waited a little bit more? Um, And I went to the doctor after a year. After year, I went to the doctor. And, and so when you went to the doctor, what did, they, what did they say? Well, when I went to the doctor and then we did the um, test, and um, they, they, I went to Dr. Charles Diggis, mm-hmm. 
Ah, um, that's hey. Let's put a shout out right here for Doctor Charles Diggers. That's my doctor. Yeah, that's <laughs> my doctor. What happened? The reason I I felt comfortable with him, and yes. I only I only felt comfortable with him. Yes. Because when I was eighteen, I had a lump removed from that same breast. Oh wow! And he was the one who had done the surgery. Yes. I wasn't too concerned because all of my dad's sisters have had one or two lumps in their breasts. So and they were so benign? They were all benign. Okay. So I wasn't really too concerned, you know, and when he did the surgery, it was also benign. Um, oh. It was like right before I went off to college. Okay. And so I went back to him because, like I said, that's really the only person I trusted to go to. Same thing here. Yeah. Same thing here. You hear that? Dr. Diggis, everyone. <laughs> He's an excellent surgeon. He's an excellent surgeon. Excellent. And what I like about Dr. Diggis is he does not, um, he listens. Yes. He don't try to force his views on you. Yes. You know, he gives you the facts. Mm-hmm. He's very direct mm-hmm. and honest, and I need direction. I, yes. need, I need that directness <laughs> and honesty. <laughs> I understand completely because he knows just a needle gets yes. me all hyper, and he's like, calm down, calm yeah. down. You know, he, he makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. But he's really an excellent he, doctor. I, yeah, I have respect for him because he, he really listens. Yes. You know. And and then you, you you do it you do it you know with it with which you choose yes yeah and so that's why I Excellent. felt good. So after your diagnosis, what was the next step after you went to the doctor? You had the surgery. Well, what happened before I had the surgery? I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll retract. What happened before that? I went to um, UG Pines. Oh, UG Pines in yes, Alabama. In Alabama. Yes, that's our Adventist institution. Yes. Thanks for stopping by. Yes, <laughs> I went with um, Nathalie Lacroix. Nathalie Lacroix, you hear that, Nathalie? Yeah. yeah. So I went with her, and she took a group of mm-hmm. other Seventh Day Adventists. I, I assume. This um, was the eight weeks to wellness program. Or? No, I just um, I had met. I had gone to a couple of your eight weeks to wellness okay. programs with my mom. All right, and so I knew her from that. Excellent. And so I had reached out to her and asked, "Can I go?" And she said, "Sure." Oh, excellent. So, so Justina Knowles was my roommate. <laughs> Justina Knowles too. Yeah, you so have all my people a, met. Yeah, so she was my roommate, and um, so. We didn't really go like for individual care. We right. ran as a group mm-hmm. just to have like a taste and experience okay. of it. All right. But what I did do while I was there was I had some blood work done. Mm-hmm. I my doctor was Doctor Adan. Okay. And um, what I what I liked about UG Pines was we prayed. Yes. You know they prayed before every everything that they do. Indeed. And he was really, Dr. Adam was really the reason why I had the lump removed. Okay. Yeah, otherwise I would have continued to ignore it. Oh, uh, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was actually the one who told me, you know, my blood work was excellent. He okay. said in the four years he had been there, my blood work was the best he had ever seen. My vitamin D levels were great. Okay. So, I felt pretty good. You know, and so I've heard about vitamin D, mm-hmm. particularly vitamin D three. Yeah, vitamin three, D three. Right. I had been taking vitamin D three, five thousand IU's. Yes. And so I, um, when I went to Alabama, you know, I continued. I went on six months of take going off all sugars. All sugars. All all okay. sugars. I didn't even really mess too much with the carbohydrates. I just ate mostly like a ketogenic diet. Um, so why it sound like you just had like leaves? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I love fish. I love meat, actually. Oh. But um, what I did for the six months was I really only ate fish, a lot of green leafy vegetables, berries. Okay. And I was jumping on my trampoline a thousand times every night. Uh, 
did you say a thousand times? A thousand times. Okay, I have a trampoline and I don't think I've done a hundred. Yeah, I, every night I was doing that. And to be honest with you, for two years after the surgery, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Diggis did the surgery in 2019, at the beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I was good for two years. So, you know, I started going to a doctor, Dr. Cindy, Cindy Dorset. Dorset. Yeah, she's a really, really good doctor. She's and, um, here? Or? She's here in Nassau, okay. in Ponciana. And um, let me tell you something. I, I've had some struggles back and forth in my life. Dr. Cindy Dorset wanted me to have a, 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 a test done. Mm-hmm. She paid for it. Or so. <laughs> wow. Well, you can't you know, get better than that. You know, I can be honest with you. I've been blessed. Um, I've, I've had interactions with many, many good doctors. Um, Dr. Shane Antonio has helped my daughter. Dr. Sinqui Brown. You've had a lot of doctors. Well, those are my daughter's doctors, but I'm just saying there are a lot of doctors here that care. Mm -hmm. People might give doctors a bad rep. And um, what I also respected about Dr. Dorset is she didn't try to enforce her views on me. She gave me her points. But at the end of the day, it was my decision, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, because you know. there are some doctors, you're going to die now, you must do the surgery, you know. Yeah, I've seen that. I've here. had that, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I was wondering because you sounded, you had all nice doctors. Mm, well, no, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't even say that the ones who said that weren't nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that honestly that they're just saying what they believe to be but the they truth. they really scare you. Well, you know, I was told by two doctors that I had months to live. Wow. And... And um, I'm still here from 2018 to now. I wasn't told that in 2018. I, I was re-diagnosed in October of 2022. And so I was told at that time um. Um, that I was stage four breast cancer. And I had a couple of months to live. Oh. And, um, you know, I don't really believe in people telling me um, when I'm going to die. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think only God got my number. And so I felt really um, uncomfortable with being told that. Wow. Okay, we're going to pause there for a moment, and we will be right back. You're listening to Simply Healthy here on Word 88.3 FM. The Bahamas is comprised of 700 islands, sprinkled over 100,000 square miles of ocean, starting just 50 miles off the coast of Florida. The archipelago features 2,000 breathtaking islands and keys and boosts the clearest water on the planet with a visibility of over 200 feet. Our beauty extends far beyond our extraordinary natural wonders. It's the smiles on the faces of the Bahamian people, the unique sounds of our rich culture, the warm hospitality of our heritage, and our colorful history. I'm proud to be Bahamian. Are you? We are back here at Simply Healthy, and we're speaking with Cherie Lockhart, who was telling us her experience with breast cancer. So we left off at you having surgery, and what happened after that? Where, where you said you went to Yoshi Pines, was there any other place? First of all, let me ask, did you take any chemo and radiation during this time? Mm-hmm. No, I never took any chemo or radiation. And yeah. why was that? I don't believe in chemo and radiation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you what happened. And um in twenty eighteen when 
I did all my investigations. I, I've actually been studying stuff from, from my daughter was one because oh. she had been diagnosed with sickle cell anemia at age one. Sickle cell. Yeah, so oh. I've been, I was studying stuff from then. And um, in 2018, I came across a doctor. Her name is, was Dr. Laureen Day. Yes, we have heard about her. Yes, and mm-hmm. she was a, a surgeon mm-hmm. who did a lot of surgeries on people with cancer and different other ailments, diseases. Right. But she got cancer. Yes. And she said she knew for a fact that cancer, that um, radiation and chemo don't cure cancer. (laughs) So she refused to take it, and all of her colleagues were against her. And um, they called her a quack. They called her many things, but she refused to take it. And so that resonated with me. And so she had an acronym, New Start. Right, yes. And for nutrition, uh-huh. exercise, uh-huh. water, mm-hmm. sunlight, mm-hmm. temperance, yes. air, uh-huh. rest, uh-huh. and time with God. Yes. And I said, you know, that sounds more like me. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think I got scared, and I ended up taking the chemo and radiation. Well, you know, I'm not going to knock him on radiation because that's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. That's just wasn't a choice for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe in Revelation, the leaves are for the healing of the yeah. nation. And, you know, back in the day, that's what our grandparents went to when they didn't have any money for chemo and radiation mm-hmm. and that a lot of other true. stuff. And so cancer is not cheap. No, it's not. not <laughs> you know, and so my thing is God says, if he gives a vision, he'll make the provision. Mm-hmm. I didn't see no money coming to me to do no chemo <laughs> <laughs> no radiation. Well, for those of us that have insurance, we take Well, on. I didn't have yes. any insurance. Well. I, had, I was working in the bank for 14 years, but when I left the bank, and I lost, I lost all my insurances. Oh. You know, and so I, don't know, I didn't have any insurance, and I don't have any insurance. So that's, that's kind of where I was at. Okay. I prayed about it. I got saved when I was 11, mm. and I feel pretty confident that I hear God's voice. That is good when you can feel that yeah. confident. And no, but no matter what anybody said to me, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel uh-huh. in here yes. that I should have taken chemo well, and radiation. There's nothing wrong with that. So if you didn't do chemo and radiation, then what did you do? I know you went to UG Pines. Was there well, anything else you did? I went to UG Pines, and I, I spoke with Dr. Joseph Evans. You know him as Dr. well. Dr. Joseph Evans. Shout yeah. out to Dr. Joseph Evans. Yeah, <laughs> and the reason I spoke to him is because, you know, um, like Dr. Degas, I, I, he's very trustworthy. Yes. And he told me in all honesty, mm-hmm. he said, Cherie, if you don't believe in chemo and radiation, it's not going to work for you. Wow. And so as a man, believe it in his heart. So, know, so like, is this like a mind thing? Well, I wouldn't say so. I, I just know for me. I could only speak for me. And uh-huh. I, I pray that everybody would find their own relationship with God and be able to hear his mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. But. I figured if he wanted me to do it, he would have said, come right out and okay. say it. Or he would have sent the money for me to do it. Okay. I didn't see none of those things happening. But what happened in 2020, my mom passed away. Oh, boy. And um, had a lot of family drama. Mm. Still have family drama. Had a lot but of stuff going on. There was a lot of stuff. And so I got re-diagnosed, like I said, in October of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, did the PET scan. That's yeah. my sister. My sister, Nicole Sweet, and she... And, and a couple of friends of mine, Mishka Simonet, they okay. insisted I go and get this PET scan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason that came up is because I would say, like, for one week in the whole time from 2018 to now, I had, like, a bad pain, and I really thought that I was going to die. Oh, wow. Um, I hadn't told anyone in 2018, honestly, that mm-hmm. I had been diagnosed with cancer. 
I kind of slowly told one or two people. Um, but in, 20, in 2022, mm-hmm. when um, I felt this pain, I contacted my sister and my friend to kind of put myself, my affairs in order. Oh, to wow. give them instructions if oh. anything happened to me. So you asked what I did. So this is what I did. Wow. I told uh, them to come and uh, make sure if anything happened to me that my daughter, you know, was prepared for and da-da-da-da-da. Okay. And so they insisted that I have this PET scan. And then my sister and my friend, Mishka, and my sister, Nicole, they went on a vengeance to do a fundraiser for me. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of support. I had a lot of support. Excellent. I have That's a lot needed. of support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they fussed me because I didn't really tell anybody because I'm just not that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you need, you need that support, yeah. though. At least you, know, you told someone. You know, it's so sad that sometimes you don't realize you have so many people in your corner. Yes. I didn't really realize that I had all that mm-hmm. love and support in my mm-hmm. corner. I'm always the one used to giving. I'm not really used to receiving. Yeah, and the Lord will bless you and for that. Yeah. But I, I want to hear about this place in St. Lucia. You said you went somewhere yes. in St. Lucia. So what happened is Nurse Charlene Diggers, mm-hmm. um, McPhee Diggers, she contacted me. Nurse McPhee? Yes. Shout out to Nurse McPhee. Yeah, she contacted me and then um, Dr. Kitty Bonnie. Um, Adderley. Uh-huh. She's a, she does lymphatic drainages and stuff like that. Lymphatic drainage. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they both contacted me within a week apart, mm-hmm. and they told me about this client that they had, a mutual client, who went to this place called Mount Kailash in oh, St. Kailash. Mm-hmm. Okay. In St. Lucia. Okay. And first when Dr. Kitty sent it, Mm, I ignored it because, you know, she had talked to me about radiation and chemotherapy. So, <laughs> so I thought so it was this, that. this place is like a natural? This is a natural place. Okay. But when, doc, when Nurse Charlene contacted me, I said, okay, this seemed like I need to check this out. And so she put me in touch with a lady named Rhonda Ingram. Mm-hmm. I think that's Rhonda's last name. And um, she told me about Mount Kailash. I told my sister in a week, and I'm not exaggerating, mm-hmm. in a week my sister contacted me. I see every family member <laughs> she wow. could contact. And they got together more than ten thousand dollars for myself to You're go. You're blessed, man. I am blessed. So is it was it like Yushi Pines to you? Mm, um, no, Monkeylash. I'm gonna be honest with you. Monkeylash is not for everybody. Oh, Monkeylash is in the mountains. In the mountains. Yeah, it's right. in the mountains. And once you get there for twenty days, twenty-one days, you can't leave. What? <laughs> so no so s- if I change my mind, there's no sneaking to go look for no junk food. There's no you can't you ain't gonna try to walk up the mountain to get to go look for none. You literally in the, first place. in the mountains. You're literally in the mountains and you're stuck there. Wow. So at at, at Mount Kailash, um, there's a, a the person who owns it. His name is Priest Kailash. That's mm-hmm. what he calls himself. He's a Rastafarian. Mm-hmm. He's a medical doctor and he's a herbal doctor. And his wife is also a medical doctor. And he has a lady on staff, um, shout out to Empress Chanel, that's okay. what they call And then, <laughs> then he has another lady working there named Empress Crystal. Okay. So basically other people are on the, on the mountain, but um, the cook, the lady who does the cooking, she does, she's like the nurse, she's like the cook. She, she does a lot. And so she works um, hand in hand with, with the priest. Mm-hmm. He, he um, gives her the daily stuff to do for the day and then she reports back to him so you have your own room Um, they don't generally allow people to come with you but my sister was allowed to come Um, my sister's not really an outside person like I am 
but for I would say for about eighteen days, I walked outside in the mud. <laughs> bare you worked feeded. in the mud. I, I, they have like red, red soil. So, so what did they actually have you doing? Like, well, what they had me doing is and um, the food. What you know, the food is, is no meat, no meat at no all. Meat. Mm-hmm. Everything is herbal. I was looking at about twenty bottles of herbal <laughs> medicine every day that you had to drink. Wow. At different hours, um, they have. Uh, what they first the first thing they started out was with was with a colon cleanse. Colon cleanse. And that thing tastes like a cesspit. Oh. I'm not joking. <laughs> Just how you see the cesspit smell, that's how it tastes. And so you did a lot of colon cleanses. Uh-huh. Um, you did a lot of um, bush medicine, herbal medicine that was prepared by the by the priest. And um, that was every day. Oh wow. And so we took that every I so did that every day was, for was twenty the food, days. The food was strange or the food wasn't strange, but it was literally just uh, quinoa. Yeah, um, those kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, like um, arama. Oh, I don't even know uh, how to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot of leaves, green. Everything was green. Um, salads. I had Irish moss. That was what was very significant oh, I've heard for about me. That. The significant thing was every day I had Irish moss or sea moss. Sea moss, yes. Bladder rock and cacao wow. every day. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to pause here again for a short break, but don't you go anywhere. We will be right back. You're listening to Simply Healthy here on Word SPC 88.3. Calling everyone who likes food. Calling everyone who likes food. I knew that would have gotten your attention. Do you know that you don't have to cook fancy or complicated masterpieces? Just good food from fresh ingredients. And here's the catch. You can do it for under $20. Yes, you heard right. You can eat plenty healthy for under 20 Stay locked into Word SBC 88.3 FM every Tuesday and Thursday from 3 o'clock to 3.05 and hear what recipe I'll be sharing with you. I'm your foodie and your host, Auntie Kay. And together, let's eat plenty but healthy for under 20 Welcome back. You're listening to Simply Healthy, and we're in studio once again with Cherie Lockhart. We left off at being in the mountains in St. Lucia. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, this mountaintop experience. Yeah, so what, I, what I'd like to share about St. Lucia that was really outside of the diet that was really um, good, mm-hmm. uh, the priest made me look within. Look within. Yeah. The All first right. thing he said to me was, do you know that cancer is emotionally based. Do emotionally you know that based. do you know that you cost yourself to get cancer? I, I, I cost myself to get cancer. So, wow. so I said then why would I be so stupid to do that? <laughs> I know, right? I'm like who does that? So he said what happened was he said it's something that you were holding or you are holding so Ooh. close to your heart. All right. And that is why it manifested in your breast. So like how I used to keep things in all bottled up don't talk to anyone. Don't show emotions. This this could have right, caused that. Right. So he asked me. He said he didn't want me to tell him. He wanted me to go and figure out what caused me to get sick. Wow. So I said, well, how am I supposed to do that? He said, you figure it out. He oh. said, the Mosai is going to tell you, and then you'll let me know. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said, as a matter of fact, I already know you don't need to tell me, but he said, you figure it out because I can't help you until you know what's bothering you. That is powerful. Yeah. So he... he Honestly, I went to God that night and I was like, what is bothering me so much that it could have cost me to make myself sick? 
And I, I got the answers. I had really, I don't think a lot of um, women realize how we are stressed. Yep. But we hold on to things and we just keep going. Mm-hmm. We just keep working. Mm-hmm. We just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And we just ignore all the emotions. Like, I didn't have time to feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had to work. I had to get stuff done. Like, you know, wow. I, I helped other people, like I told you. But I never thought I had a problem. <laughs> you know, that, that's most of us. We never yeah. think we have a problem. Yeah, and I, I, I used to give people advice and suggestions, but and I wasn't take taking own. own advice. Isn't you know? that typical yeah. of us? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I cost myself to get cancer. That, yeah. that is interesting. And I know stress is a very, I don't think people see it as dangerous as it really is, but it sure is. Yeah. And we just need to take time, pray help others like you did, but also look out for ourselves. Well, I'll tell you in all honesty, I already knew from 2018 that my diet wasn't the reason I got sick because I was never really a person with a bad diet. Mm. And I had been exercising all my life, like I told you, minus the two years. Mm -hmm. But those two years is when I hadn't exercised and I realized that this exercise was keeping the stress down. Oh, you're just going to shock your body. Yeah. It's like, what? No Mm. exercise? Come on there. So when he said that to me in all honesty... I went you. back from I was born, mm-hmm. from as early as I could remember mm-hmm. myself, and I went through every year to try and evaluate, evaluate what oh, stresses wow. and things happened to me throughout each stage of my life. Wow. A friend of mine had shared a book with me called The Body Keeps the Score. I like that. The Body Keeps the Score. And, you know, she and I talk a lot about emotional stuff, mm-hmm. but I still didn't, it still didn't hit me that I caused myself to get sick. I just thought that it was maybe a lack of exercise and, and not eating properly and different stuff like that. But when he said it, and I was able to identify the things that had been bothering me, okay. the things that I had been holding too close, the people I had been holding too close, yeah. I was able to identify it in one night. Wow. <laughs> you know? But it's not that we don't know. We know. It's just yeah. that we don't really want to mm. address it or acknowledge it. Or we just figure, mm, that was in the past, let's keep it in the yeah. past. But I could tell people who are listening, keeping secrets and pushing things under the rug yes. don't solve a problem. Yes. You need to let it out because it's like the garbage piling up, not emptying it, mm. and it just overflows. And then mm-hmm. one day it gets too high, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit harder to empty. Wow. So I just would really, really say to anyone out there listening and really need the help, find someone who you could confide yes. in. Yes. Don't keep things in. Mm-hmm. I started to drive through places and just screw down my window and scream. What? <laughs> well, well that, that's why you have to get it open. There's a top of my voice because, you know, sometimes you can't tell people off. Yes, true. <laughs> you you know? can't, yeah. So I just started to find. So he said to me, he had actually asked me after the 20 days to stay for another 20 days. Oh, so you stayed for 40 days? No, I didn't. Oh. Three days before he told me that I, the Holy Spirit put it in my heart that it was time to, to go. go. Okay? So I really, really, really um, appreciated him wanting he was going to let me stay for half price. Oh. But he was excited because within three days of me being there, mm-hmm. the breast started to reduce. The mass in my breast started to reduce yeah? in size. Just from the diet, the Just exercise. from the diet and me identifying some stuff, I guess. Okay. I had had an inverted nipple. The nipples started to pop back out. Wow. And so I think, he, I believe, he didn't say that, but I believe he was also shocked <laughs> that in three days 
he started to see improvements. Now, I lost a lot of weight. I was just going to say, you probably lost a whole lot of weight. I lost a lot of weight, and mm-hmm. I could tell you that it was very depressing. I hate being skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, she's very slim in here, okay? Yeah, well, I, I was slimmer than this. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like I was, oh, like... Oh, invisible. Ooh. I didn't even want to look in the mirror, to oh, be honest. Oh, no. You was really small. I'd love to see those pictures. No, no. <laughs> I didn't take any. <laughs> but in all honesty, if it's one thing I'd like to say about St. Lucia, it was an experience that I would never trade in for okay. anything. Mm-hmm. I spent 20 wonderful days with God mm-hmm. just playing in the in the in spring the water, <laughs> playing in the mud, walking up, because I'm very competitive, walking up and down the mountain, you know, listening to God's voice and just really singing to the top of my lungs and really having a wonderful time releasing. Wow. It was more about releasing. Yes. And so that's that's what I had and what I not had not been doing for many, many years. Well, it sounds like you really had a good experience in the mountains. I would love to go there and check it out. Yes. But ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of our show. But I feel like I need to bring Miss Cherie back because she has a whole lot more information she has not told us as yet. So now that we've come to the end of our show, I want to thank you for tuning in. And I also want to say thank you to our guest, Miss Cherie, for sharing with us today. Remember to tune in on Mondays from 9 to 9.30 a.m., 1 to 1.30 p.m., and 7.30 to 8 p.m. We rebroadcast on Wednesday at 9 to 9.30 a.m. and again on Friday from 3 to 3.30 p.m. Until next time, stay curious, stay informed, and keep the conversation alive. So take care for now, and I'm Lady B for Word SPC 88.3 FM. Remember, it's not complicated, it's simply healthy.